Hello, welcome to episode two of Tag Talk. We have a great show planned for you. Lots of exciting things. Uh, I'm Kylie. This is Haley. And let's just get right into it because Haley has been chomping at the bit to talk about this ladder match from AEW Dynamite. So if you don't know, Young Bucks and Jurassic Express had a phenomenal ladder match. I thought it was really good. And the Young Bucks are now the AW World Tag Team Champions and the first two-time AW World Tag Team Champions. Haley is the number one Young Bucks fan. Um, so so I'm going to give, give her the floor to talk so about true. this match. <laughs> when, um, when do I lie? I don't lie to my audience. <laughs> no, you never lie. Uh, oh, gosh. I've already watched this match like three times. I, I can't even lie. Like... I think I think it's so good. I think it's up there for like one of my matches of the year, to be honest. It's still behind FTR and the Briscoes, but it's up there for me. I thought it was great, um, and I think they did the best that they could under the circumstances. Obviously, with the Hardys having to pull out of the match, um, I think that it was great. I think in instances when there's ladder matches, um, the pacing is always a little bit off. Obviously, because they have to carry around ladders and set them up. <laughs> but uh, there were some there were some moments that I was really popping for, and you know what? I, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start a petition to get the merch freak Nick Jackson on a singles run because I just think <laughs> that he, I know that's never gonna happen, but I <laughs> look. We can make it happen for you, Haley. <laughs> We'll make it happen. Bucks. I know you don't do social media and you probably don't care, but listen. There are people that would love to see Nick Jackson on the singles run. That's not the point of this conversation. Anyways, I think he absolutely uh, carried the hell out of this match um, when he did the 450 splash off the top rope onto the table onto, I believe it was Luchasaurus. Was it Luchasaurus? Yes. Um, Oh, chef's kiss. Um, and obviously, at the conclusion of this match, we had some interesting things happen. Um, Can I just say something really quick? Yes. I thought I thought it was hilarious that Jungle Boy kept trying to use that short ladder. He yeah. was so into the short. The tall ladder was See, right there, and he walked over to pick up the short ladder. See, you know my <laughs> thing about ladder matches that I don't understand? It's like, if I personally, me, if I was in a ladder match... I would simply climb the tallest ladder and then just hang there. Because what are they going to do? And if the ladder moves out of the way, like, what are they going to do? Put it up and then try to come. Like, I just, it's easier yeah, to and then I fall. fall up and unlatch it and fall to the ground than for them, you know. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, that's, that would be my, that's what I would do. I don't or know. like when, when they're on the ladder and someone goes to push them, like, jump for yes. it. Like, don't yes. just hold on to the ladder, you big yeah. idiot. Hold on to the. Yeah, belt. Or, like, the little, like, metal part. Just, hello. I don't get it. Like, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. Book us in a ladder match. Someone watching this, book us in a ladder match. Haley and I will put on a show for you. Tag Talk takes the indies. I'm definitely afraid of fights, but I will do it. (laughs) I Um, went to firefighting school. You did. did. You sure did. Let's do it. (laughs) Also, I forgot to say, too, because I was just, like, so, like, you know, smitten with this whole entire match. 
Um, I wanted to shout out Luchasaurus as well because I thought that that bump that he took through those the like double stack tables was gnarly, and I hope he, his back is okay. <laughs> I could See, never. He probably hopped out of bed like a hundred percent ready to go. That man is like, he's not normal. There's Wait, something there. I mean, he's a dino. Like, hello. I'm interested to see what he does though. Now that Christian has turned on Jungle Boy, yeah. and they're seemingly going to have like a singles feud. Uh, I don't know where Luchasaurus falls into that, but I would love to see him go off and do his own thing for a little bit. Maybe hash it out with like you know the other beefy boys in AW. Yeah, I think he's I one know. of those like interesting characters, like a Danhausen Abaddon situation. Yeah. But I feel like they could really work with. Um, but yeah, I'm also excited to see where things with um, Jungle Boy and Christian go, especially because Jungle Boy is one of the pillars, and I really do think that he's you know making a name for himself, especially right now. And I think that Christian is what is my hair doing? I think that Christian is the perfect person to kind of catapult him to the next level. Yeah. So. Yeah, I really love this match. Um, I put it on my match of the year list. I don't know. The the Young Bucks always show out. The Young Bucks always. I I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. Seriously, they got to be hurting. And they're like, you know what? Let's do like a four star match. We're going to break the scale again. We're going to do 10 stars this time. And you know what? To me, it was 10. I don't care. Oh, Haley's new Haley's rating system. That's the new legit rating system. Don't listen to anyone else. Come here for your match ratings. You'll get accurate ratings, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, in other AEW news, we finally got some matches announced for Forbidden Door. Uh, finally, it's been only been like three weeks. I mean, but anyway, yeah. I'm excited about it. So the tag matches we have. Um, it's a bit of a toss-up. So, so we have Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki versus Shota Umino, Eddie Kingston, and Wheeler Yuta. Mm-hmm. And then we have FTR uh, versus Jeff Cobb and Great Khan versus Rapungi Vice. And it's winner takes all for the ROH and IWGP tag titles. So I get, um, you can probably guess which one of those matches I'm more excited for. Uh, the... Chris Jericho, Eddie Kingston, debacle. That's, I don't know who decided that we should have this. It's giving like WWE 2K, like random match. Like you just throw a bunch of wrestlers in a match. I am excited to see Suzuki in this match though. That's about it. Um, I wish Suzuki was um, on the Eddie Kingston team. I think that would be cool to see them. Um, I guess Eddie Kingston's there because John Moxley and, and Wheeler Yuta and Trent Umino, like those are his children, and this is Uncle Eddie. Um, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Minoru Suzuki. Don't know what their alliance is. Don't know how Suzuki Goon is now like with Jericho Appreciation Society. But you know what? <laughs> Into I want to say the whole like, setup to like them announcing that match was crazy. And I don't know if it's because like they waited so long to like announce matches, so they were just trying to like throw mm-hmm. a bunch of like stuff out on one episode um but just like having like 30 people storm the ring during like john moxley <laughs> promo and then just take away from that entire match to be like yeah so by the way like we're gonna have this trio match that like nobody yeah. really cares about and like you're just taking like, away from mox like i was like yeah. okay whatever and, and like there's six man tag titles like you could have yeah. done that six man angle and like moxley is facing tanahashi and that's a that's a world title 
yeah. match, interim AW world title match. And now we're like Chris Jericho, he was on the show too much. I don't need Chris Jericho that much. The other we match are though, big fans of the Jericho Appreciation Society. I'm sorry. Uh no, I do like though in their entrance when one of the 2.0 guys, I don't know who it who it goes, he goes, sports entertainers. I love that. I love to. I, <laughs> I save them. So, so Jericho <laughs> Appreciation Society is not for me. Um fix it. Anyway, something that is for me is FTR, and I am so excited for this FTR. United Empire, Rapungi Vice, winner takes all match. It's going to mm-hmm. be chaos. It's going to be insanity. I'm just glad FTR got on the show this time. Yes. Uh, what do you think about like the build to this match? And what do you think about you know this matchup? Well, I'm super excited to see it, um, especially because in AEW, you know, they're the number one ranked team. Well, they were. Yes. Um. And so I've just been like, okay, I want more FTR. Like, where are we going to get some FTR, you know? So I'm glad that they're in this match. Um, I I do like uh, that we're going to see some Rapunky Vice. I do like them a lot. Um, and I just, I don't think that there's a way that FTR doesn't win this, to be honest. And I don't know if that's because I'm biased. Um. But I feel like they're on a track to becoming tag title belt collectors. And you know what? Mm-hmm. They deserve it. Um, I feel like they've been on the run of their careers. And I feel like they also deserve absolutely every accolade. Um, and, yeah, I'm just really excited. I hope they win. Um, and it's going to be a banger match either way. So, Yeah, everyone in this match is super talented and if you only watch AEW, you of course know that FTR and uh, Trent are super talented um United Empire is also very good and if you watch New Japan you know that uh we did see uh Jeff Cobb like a while back uh in AEW he had one match for the Jericho trial thing anyway this match is going to be incredible I hope they don't stick it as the opener um It'll probably be. It'll probably will be the opener. I also think there's no way FTR loses. Uh, I don't think that either of these other teams could be Ring of Honor tag team champions. I don't think there's enough substance there, especially with FTR and the Briscoes feud. Like how important that was. Um, I would like to see FTR win and then challenge the Bucks again, and then we could do that at all. Well, out that's going to happen. And this is coming from a young Bucks fan. Yeah. And you know what? As much as I love the Bucks, like, I'm ready for FTR to just take the titles off of them. I don't care. Yeah. Because we, we've talked a lot about how short the uh, Double or Nothing was to Forbidden Door. But Forbidden Door to All Out, that's not very long either by AW standards. Uh, and that match books itself. And you know what? I love a trilogy. So FTR versus the Young Bucks again. And you could do a stipulation with it. You could do ladders or you could do anarchy in the arena like you can do anything, you can do anything and it'd be great uh, i'm a big fan of this forbidden door match especially since the other one is uh not good uh <laughs> that we also had <laughs> we also had some uh tag match announcements for dynamite um i'm really curious what you think about these two matches Haley, because <laughs> i know I, I can't make sense of them so we have chris jericho and lance archer because Jericho Appreciation Society is somehow allied with Suzuki Goon versus Mox and Tanahashi. Why? I don't know. And then we have 
uh, United Empire, Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis, and Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy and Pungi Vice. Um, because it's going to be Osprey and Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door and, you know, United Empire, Punky Vice. Eh. Um, I think, I think the United Empire, Orange Cassidy, or Punky Vice match will be good because all those guys are good. I just don't think it's really needed, especially since we have to start building other things for Forbidden Door because we still don't have a whole lot on this card and it's like next week. But also, Um, like, like, I feel like, because they announced OC and Osprey, mm-hmm. um, it just kind of came out of nowhere. And I feel like yeah. there were so many other like dream matches um, that we could have had there. Not that I don't think that this is going to be a good match, and like I'm like undermining um, OC at all, but I just it's a little you know. Yeah, I like and it's trying to do something with the best friends because it's kind of like I don't know. Yeah, it's it sucks because so many like important AW and New Japan people are off the show. Like mm-hmm. by all accounts, Okada is not going to be there. It's his wife's birthday, and she's heavily pregnant. Uh, Kenny Omega is probably not going to be there. Um, anyone who works for AAA can't be there. Andrade, Andrade. Lucha Bros, none of them. Uh, Lucha Bros versus um, Lij would have been incredible, but. We keep, we're not getting that. Um, Naito still doesn't have a match for Forbidden Door somehow. Uh, Ishii is probably going to get in there. But um, the build to this pay-per-view has not been great. And a lot of these matches do feel thrown together. And that's evident based on these Dynamite tag matches where it's like, can they coexist? The answer is no. It's always no. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just miss when the AW tag division had a little more oomph to it. Because now we got um, Ortiz shaving his head on live television, which was a great moment. Man of his word, you know? It was but, really an ass-worthy moment, truthfully. Yeah, where is, what is Ortiz doing for Forbidden Door? I need more. And I feel like maybe this week they're just going to be like, boom, 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 graphics, and Excalibur's going to be rushing, and we're going to get matches. Um, I The All-Atlantic title is really kind of like, ruined a lot of there's no space now because we have this giant four-way that's gonna happen which will be good i'm not i love all the guys involved but it's like uh you know especially when it comes to the tag division given how many great tag teams are in aw and how many great tag teams are in new japan i just feel like (laughs) aew prides itself on its tag division um, mm-hmm. Especially when you have teams like the Bucks and FTR, and um, yeah, you know, like all of these incredible teams, and I just underutilized an underutilized division, and that's really why we have this show. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the the young Bucks still don't have a Forbidden Door match. I know. I thought I thought the Bullet Club thing was like good to go. And maybe um, they just wanted apparently. to get, like, the ladder match out of the way. But, like, also nothing was even announced on, like, Rampage or anything, so... I don't know. I feel like the Young Bucks are going to come out and someone's going to challenge them and that's just going to be it. Yeah, which, As long as the Young Bucks get on the show, it's fine. I just wish that they were involved in the winner-takes-all thing. Yeah. Uh, but then you would ha- they'd have to drop the title really soon, and I don't know. I just... G.O.D.'s there... You have the Good Brothers. They're still hanging around. They're going to be at Impact anniversary, which we're talking about in a little bit. Um, yeah, I just... And then, the, you, you know, 
a lot of people on Twitter, I brought this up on Twitter, people were saying, well, the G1 is next month and you can't really like risk an injury because the G1 field already been announced and you have to find a replacement, whatever. The G1 field is very Bullet Club heavy, yeah. which to, to me, I think that's a bigger indication that the Young Bucks are going to do something with Bullet Club, if not Forbidden Door, than in the future. Um, because when the Bullet Club is pushed, the Young Bucks come a knock in. It's just history. Uh, someone at Tomatonga, he knows what's up. But I don't know. Ta- tag team wrestling for Forbidden Door has been an afterthought. And that's just the truth. It is true. Um, I, th- I do think the Young Bucks are, and FTR are going to feud next, but I would like to see the Young Bucks do like a short program with the uh, m- any combination of Max Caster and the Ass Boys. Like, <laughs> I just love them. I thought they were great this week. Um, they had a short little match, but they're so entertaining. Uh, I do something with them. And like, see. That's kind of what I like in wrestling is that, like, you don't have to have, like, super serious matches or, like, super mm-hmm. serious teams all the time. Like, they're just kind yeah. of there just for, like, a little laugh and, like, whatever. And it doesn't need to be, like, the grand story all the time. And that's what I like about wrestling. I, I definitely agree. And when Darius Martin comes back, there you go, Top Flight versus Young Bucks. You have a great feud Ooh. there whenever Darius Martin is coming back. I don't know. I don't know when he's coming back. But AW, we need to get back to a place where we're utilizing the full card, which we're not utilizing the full card now. And we talked about this last week a little bit, so everyone should go check out last week's episode. Uh, I'm Maybe after Forbidden Door, we'll get back to that place. And I, with the Young Bucks as champions, I have full faith in the tag division. So, any other AW thoughts? I mean, I could keep going on about the Young Bucks forever. Yeah, so I, I know. Check it off right here before I really start going. You, you, you have the world's biggest Young Bucks fan and the world's biggest oh. FTR fan in a podcast, and we could talk. But we did want to mention Sasha Banks um, because I think it's important, and um, because Sasha Banks and Naomi were the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions before, you know, the walkout and the issues they've had. There's reports coming out. Um, that Sasha Banks has been released by WWE. Uh, I don't think WWE's confirmed it yet. I don't think they will confirm it. I think someone will just hear it and it'll be on Fightful Select. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I do think it's important to talk about Sasha Banks on our Tag Team Wrestling podcast because uh, there's greater issues with the WWE Women's Tag Team division that need to be talked about. And I think a lot of the reason why Sasha had issues with WWE towards the end, if she's in fact released, uh, has to do with their booking and their treatment of the women's tag titles. And she, um, back, I don't know, even remember what year it was, uh, the Boston Hug Connection, they were the first uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Then they lost their belt soon after um, to the Iconics, and that was a big thing. Uh, And so Sasha Banks, she has a clear love for wrestling, and she's been in a lot of tag teams, but she's never been treated and tag team wrestling in WWE has never been treated as the main event. So I need your opinion on this, Haley. We haven't talked about this privately. So this is, I'm listening. Um, I've made my thoughts about this entire situation known on Twitter. If you follow me, mm-hmm. um, you know how big of a fan of Sasha Banks that I am. Uh, I, it's hard because as a lover of tag team wrestling, like I wanted so much out of these tag titles 
And for a while, like, it felt like they were just kind of at the wayside, like, an afterthought um, for WWE. But then when Sasha Mm -hmm. and Naomi won the titles, I was like, okay, you know, like, these two have been, like, main event stars in the past. Like, they're two incredible workers. I love them together. They have so much charisma. And I was like, you know, maybe we're finally going to get somewhere. Maybe they're finally taking this seriously with this division. And then, obviously not, because... um, you know, Sasha and Naomi did walk, but I, no matter what happens with Sasha, I think she's always going to be good, whether she decides to still do wrestling or not, or go to Hollywood, whatever, I think that she's always been destined to be a star in whatever she does, and I'm just excited for her regardless. Yeah, I think, I think back to when they introduced the WWE, the titles, and then um, announced that, you know, it was be Boston Connection, the Iconics, all these great tag teams. I had a lot of hope for the division, especially because they said it would be defended on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, yep. which isn't isn't the case anymore. NXT has their own women's tag titles which with uh, Toxic Attraction. But Sasha Banks has always kind of been a staple of the women's tag division. As much as she's a single, quote-unquote, singles wrestler, she's always been involved in the tag team division. Uh, even when she's not in a tag team, people always talk about, you know, the Boston Hook connection and uh, sort of the chemistry they have, both as rivals and as tag team partners. And her thing with Naomi did give me renewed hope that WWE was prioritizing the tag division simply because Sasha and Naomi, in my mind, are very big stars and they're some of the best uh, talent in WWE. Um, of course, that didn't happen, but... Sasha and Naomi really making that statement and walking out. uh, I really admire it as much as people say it's unprofessional, blah, blah, blah. I really do admire it. And it's important to really stick to your convictions. And they were voicing a lot of grievances that male and female tag team wrestlers have had in WWE for a long time. When you look at people like the New Day, who have become like cultural symbols and they're like mainstays of WWE, but they're never treated the same way that the big singles stars are. Or you look at, like, Undisputed Era when they were in NXT. And I did a poll on my Twitter. I should bring up the polls. You um, should. Who was, who was the best uh, NXT tag team? And your options were the Revival, uh, Undisputed Era, uh, American Alpha. And who was the third one? I can go look very quickly. Yeah. But the Revival won. And you look at the way the Revival were, t- were treated on the main roster. And it's like insane and the rival the new day american alpha undisputed era all these great 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 tag di oh that's oh my god don't even bring up diy i have so many opinions but you look at all these great tag teams that wwe has been like blessed with and they don't do anything with them and it's insane to me because clearly tag team wrestling is a draw aw has built an entire company on tag team wrestling, essentially. There's no tag team wrestling. There's no Young Bucks. There's no Young Bucks. There's no AW. Um, and, you know, I have to give kudos to Sasha and Naomi for really standing up for that, for something that they, a uh, style of wrestling that they love and an um, angle that they loved. And I hope, you know, WWE's in turmoil right now. And that's, that's another story. But if any changes do happen in WWE, I really do hope it's with the tag division because... My God, I can only see the Usos in the New Day wrestle so many times, you know? <laughs> as much as I love the Usos, like. But I wanted to add to 
Um, yeah. Sorry, cut you off. Uh, it's okay. But uh, you made a point to say that um, even when Sasha isn't in a tag team, like, you know, people always talk about it. And I feel like that's a testament to Sasha as well, because there's not a lot of stars yeah. um, in WWE and honestly in any uh, of the companies that kind of have that like dual ability to, you know, kind of do multiple styles of wrestling. Yeah. There aren't a lot. No, I I know. I definitely agree. Um, I think Sasha Banks is a once in a generation talent. I think she's so versatile and so important to WWE. And I don't think they realize how important she is. Uh, There was a report that came out. I don't remember who it was. uh, Forgive me. Maybe someone put in the comments um, that WWE feels like Sasha Banks is replaceable. And that is insane to me. There's, there's, you cannot have another Sasha Banks. Um, it's there's no one who wrestles at her level and has her charisma and her star power at that high level. There's people in WWE who are very great wrestlers and they're okay, you know, talkers and then so on, different combinations, but there's no one who's elite at everything. Um, I hope she stays in wrestling. I hope if Naomi um, stays in WWE, which we haven't heard a whole lot about her. I hope she stays in wrestling because I think Naomi is great. Um, and I hope something changes in WWE. We need it needs something, but, but what, you know what, Haley, let's plug our future episode on yes. women's okay. fighting wrestling. Perfect time to do that. I almost forgot it. I was about to be like, but anyway, here's Impact anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> but on my Twitter, I asked, would you guys like to see, and Haley asked too. Would you guys like to see um, an episode on women's tag team wrestling? We could talk about WWE. We could talk about Impact. Um, who else? NWA has women's tag titles. All these places. Uh, and you guys overwhelmingly wanted to see it. So we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I feel like it's perfect on because we, yeah, but I feel like it's perfect too because we did on Demo Divas. If you watched us on Demo Divas and you're a longtime follower, first of all, thank you. We love you and appreciate you. But too, like we used to air our grievances about the tag divisions um, a lot over there. So I feel like having it all in one place would be great. Yeah, I think there's definitely a lot to unpack because women's tag team wrestling is so scattered. And, like, some companies are doing it really well. Like, we'll talk about Impact. And some, and some not aren't doing And some not at all. <laughs> Tony. Anyway, but there's a, there's a definitely a lot to unpack. So we're going to do that special episode. Follow us on Twitter to hear more about that. Um, also, follow us on Twitter because I do polls. And those she polls are really... Her thing. Yeah, I love them. It helps me learn what you guys want to see. Yeah on um this podcast of what you see want to see like on my twitter and things uh it's really important to me that this show is as uh interactional if that's a word interactive as possible um and i really want to know i really as much as this is my and Haley's passion project we want you guys to take in like to enjoy it with us and really take it in as your passion too uh so follow me and Haley on twitter uh participate in the polls let us know your ideas so on and so forth. Anyway, Impact Slammiversary. <laughs> I'm hyped for this show. Oh, I am too. Are you watching live? Yes, I am watching live. I'll probably live tweet it too. Um, okay. I think too. I think this is good. This card is fantastic. Chef's Kiss. Yes. Um, we have two tag team matches announced, both of which are going to be 
phenomenal. So we have the Briscoes versus the Good Brothers. The Briscoes okay. are the impact the impact world yes. champs. But this matchup, it like never gets old yes. to me. No. I think it's just because all these guys are so good. They're so talented and they can just put on a good match and it never feels like I'm wa- it's too much. You know what I mean? Like it's always well-paced and well-structured and that's just their veteran status and their experience. Um, I think the Briscoes are going to retain um, just because I think there's more to do with them and, the, you know, Carl Anderson's doing all that New Japan stuff, whatever. Haley, what what are your opinions on this, the build to this match and then this matchup? Well, I feel like um, I we should talk about kind of, again, the build-up to this match. Yeah. So I believe it was last week on Impact, the Good Brothers invaded the Briscoe's farm, and they got into a little scuffle with Papa Briscoe. And then, you know, Mark and Jay showed up, ready to brawl as they do. Um, they eventually got the Good Brothers to retreat. They were wielding, like, sharp, like, farm weapons. Forgive me. I don't know farm talk. <laughs> I live in the Midwest. Farm? <gasps> no, no, wait. We could do... Oh, my... I just had a podcast idea. Tag talk? Farm talk. John Deere, hit me up. <laughs> you know, you, you, we need to talk going. about that after the episode because I just got a great idea, and I think I might need to pitch it to some people, but... <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> Anyway, so back to this. Um, yes. So they were wielding sharp objects, and I don't know much about the South, um, but I knew I do know two things about Southern people: one, you don't fuck with their farms, and two, you don't fuck with their families. Very risky and very bold moves. So, with that being said, I, I think the Briscoes are going to retain, but um, I think it's going to be a good match. Yeah, I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be brutal. I think yeah. I think they're, they're, the Briscoes are going to come out and they're going to want revenge. They're going to want to oh. beat the Good Brothers to death. And I'm here for it. I um, don't like FTR, FTR turned me into uh, a Briscoe stan. I was always a fan. Now I'm a stan. Um, the, and I want to see them get their comeuppance against the Good Brothers because, yeah. oh, God. That invading, that entire, if you don't watch Impact, watch Impact. Go check it out. That was insane. The Good Brothers have no boundaries. Um, but the Never. other tag match is the uh, Knockouts tag team uh, title match. And we have the Influence versus Rosemary and Taya. Um, I need to know, Haley, what are your opinions on the Influence? Because um, a little bit controversial. And also, what do you think of this, this Rosemary-Taya matchup? Do you think it works? So the influence, um, e- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! Okay. <laughs> Look, I don't hate them as a tag team. Yeah. Um, I guess <laughs> I don't know what I can say that like won't get me in trouble here. Um, I don't hate them as a tag team. I'll just go with that. Um, but my opinion on Ty and Rosemary, you know, they have had a feud in the past. Uh, yes. Now they're kind of rekindling little frenemies situation, teaming up for this. Um, this, I believe, I actually don't know what sort of impact this was. It was recently, though. Um, Rosemary defeated Tenille, and it led mm-hmm. to a post-match kind of 
scuffle in the ring. Um, and Madison Rain invaded and Ty ran down to save her former pal. And they kind of had a little like look um, at the end there. I'm excited to kind of see how that plays out. Are they going to coexist? <laughs> Can they coexist? The answer is oh, no. This time, can they coexist, um, or are they going to falter? We're going to find out. Um, I cannot wait yes. for Impact Slam anniversary. It's a stacked card, and I think if you um, have the means to do so, you guys should definitely check it out because it it's a really good show. Like outside yeah. of even the tag matches. Oh, of course. There's other great stuff. The- Queen of the Mountain, uh, X Division, so much good stuff. Definitely check it out. Reverse battle uh, I just had some a reverse battle royal. Always love a reverse battle royal. Yes. Who watches a reverse battle royal and has a bad time? No one. It's always <laughs> entertaining. True. Um, I just had some thoughts about the influence. Uh, I just wanted to say Madison Rain has always kind of been an unsung hero in women's wrestling. I feel like she's yeah. never really gotten her. She's never gotten her flowers, um, yeah. mainly because she's she's always kind of overlooked. Um, and I do like her um, pairing with Neil. I think they work really well together as characters, and I think their tag team is really great. I do think they're going to retain yeah. over Rosemary uh, over Rosemary and Taya, just because Rosemary and Taya that's like a singles feud, um, which they could win the titles and then do it. But thrown together team anyway. So yeah, I just wanted to. Um, for all, there's a lot of people who like to get on Twitter and say Madison Rain can't wrestle. Madison Rain is so bad. Why is she still in wrestling? Blah blah blah. Like you have to understand who she is as a performer, and then you'll get a lot of appreciation for her. And I think her value to this tag team is incredible. I think I will always sing Madison Rain's praises. I love her, and I think her contributions to women's tag team wrestling. Well, you know what? We'll put, I'm going to write it down. Madison Rain. We'll talk about her in the women's tag team episode. Perfect. I I have a lot of thoughts on her, and I think this match is going to be phenomenal because all these women are phenomenal. Well, just to add to to kind of you talking about how people on Twitter like to come after Madison. Um, you notice, and I don't mean to make it like a a gender thing. Um, yeah. But like, what about performers like like Danhausen? Like he. He isn't, like, super, like, he's not known to be, like, super, you know, like, fantastic in the ring or anything. Like, that's not his whole, like, character. Like, you know, like, he's just there to have a good time. Like, why does everything have to be so serious in wrestling? I I honestly don't know. And I feel like Tennille gets a lot of the same criticisms that she's just, like, they're like, oh, her character's so bad. I don't get it. Who's this for? Like, she can't wrestle, blah, blah, blah. But... You need to, a lot of wrestling fans live in this little bubble and they like what they like and they pretend like everything outside of that bubble is yeah. bad. Yeah. And women, women's wrestling often falls outside of a lot of people's bubbles. And women's tag wrestling definitely outside of a lot of people's bubbles. And I got to give props to Madison Rain because without her and without her career, I feel like women's tag team wrestling wouldn't be where it is. And I feel like the knockouts division wouldn't be where it is. And there's a lot of female talent, female wrestlers, like all around the world, who you know benefit from the work that she did. And I think Impact does a really great job of prioritizing women's wrestling. 
And I think the knockouts tag team division is so stacked and so good and so talented because it's a priority for impact. Uh, And Madison Rain is instrumental in that. So I will always sing her praises. I will always, you know, block anyone who slanders her or any of the women in this match. Um, because clearly you just don't understand. And I, I, this is my bubble. My bubble is big. This is your bubble. Very small. Yeah. Expand and I feel like we should fix that, you know? Yeah. So watch Impact Slammiversary and you'll understand why Madison Rain is a unsung hero. Okay. So that's my final thoughts on Impact Slammiversary. I'm excited for, <laughs> I'm excited for this show. Um, Great tag team matches announced. Uh, Reverse Battle Royal is going to be match of the night. Anyway, so <laughs> Haley was also excited to talk about this match, and I'm excited too. Uh, Bussy versus the Kirks at Marcus Mathers All I Want. Um, if you're an old Demo Divas fan, an old viewer, you know that Haley and I are uh, big Bussy fans. Ali <laughs> Catch and Effie, the tag team bussy. <laughs> Draw the line. <laughs> before that, before that, <laughs> big bussy fans. I love sure. bussy. It's Pride um, Month. Big bussy. It's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Happy June. I love bussy. Um, <laughs> uh, Ali Catch and Effie um, versus the Kirks. Um, Haley has oh. a lot of thoughts on this match, a lot of thoughts oh. on bussy. So I'm gonna give you more. I feel like, oh, I feel like oh my god, like thank you so much. Yes. So uh, this is something that I've wanted to talk about for a while. So I'm glad that this kind of lines up with this show. But next week, Marcus Mathers and um, SHP are putting mm-hmm. on All I Want at the H2O Center in Williamstown, New Jersey. Um, I'm really sad that I'm missing it live, but I will be watching, and I think that you guys should all watch too. Um, I'm just going to put over the show for a second before I get into this match. There mm-hmm. are incredible matches on the card, like uh, Dante Martin and Ruckus and Alex Cologne versus Bam Sullivan, Matt Tremont versus Two Cold Scorpio, a four-way doors match with some of the H2O kids. Um, and of course, then we get to Bussy and the Kirks. <laughs> oh! I... <laughs> lick. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar, we have both sets of teams. Um, like Kylie said, Bussy is comprised of Alec Catch and Effie. Um, you've probably seen them on GCW. If you watch GCW, they've been elsewhere, though. They kind of make their rounds around um, the wrestling world. Um, the Kirks as well. Uh, they've been on uh, GCW and JCW and around. Did I just glitch? What was that? <laughs> Did you see that? A little, you had a little bit of a robot voice for a minute. That was kind of cool. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, but the Kirks are Brandon and Casey, and they're definitely taking over the wrestling world right now, um, specifically in the deathmatch community. Um, but this match itself is a long time coming. I know in December, I think, um, I remember Brandon had tweeted, uh, something along the lines of like, so Kirk's first pussy. Um, so it's a long time coming and it's sure to be a certified banger. Um, I refuse to pick a side on who I want to win because I love both teams so much. And I feel like for me, this is one of those matches where the outcome isn't going to matter as much as like, yeah. you know, 
like what it means um because i do think that both teams are so loved and it's just gonna be a lot of fun and i can't wait and what are your um i'm excited and i also want to ask (laughs) i was gonna so my original question for kylie was who do you think is going to win this match but then I was like, you know, she is the leader of the Bussy Brigade. That That is her new title, the leader of the Bussy Brigade. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to add that in. But go ahead. Oh, um, I'll put it in my uh, Twitter bio. Yes. Uh, it has to be known. If you want to join the Bussy Brigade, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> uh, send me a DM. Uh, I'll, get, I'll get a roster list organized. Uh, we'll make it happen. Um, I just wanted to talk about... Bussy, Ali, Ketch, and Effie for a second because the intergender dynamic in tag team wrestling is often um, it's like the men versus the men and the women versus the, the women. Uh, Ali, Ketch, and Effie have really turned that on its head. And uh, Ali, Ketch is not afraid to, you know, square up with males. And Effie, you know, he wrestles women often. Um, and I think that that creates an interesting sort of chemistry in the ring. And I think Bussy is definitely at the forefront of intergender wrestling, uh, both as singles and as a tag team. So I think that's important to bring up just because um, tag team wrestling is so diverse. And I think people often forget that outside of like WWE and AW and impact, I guess um, there's a lot of intergender wrestling that happens, a lot of intergender tag wrestling and it's great stuff. Uh, And I think there's a lot that you can do storytelling wise with that. And I feel like crowd investment in intergender wrestling is higher because of like the social and cultural things that go into it. So I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, That's part of the reason why I love Bussy so much because um, there's a lot of emotion and um, a lot of storytelling with those wrestlers. So I'm really excited for this match. I think the Kirks are excellent. I think uh, they're part of that crop of like indie talent that's like on the rise. And I think Bussy will really help elevate them. Um, and the match is going to be incredible. I'm really excited for it. I'm really excited to see Bussy doing something um, that's a little bit different, if that makes sense. Like, Bussy's always, uh, I don't want to say they're like a comedy duo, but they're like a little a little flamboyant, a little more out yeah. there. And when they get the chance to, like, buckle down and, like, you know, play with, you know, the big boys or uh, of like GCW or wherever they find themselves wrestling, they always do show out. So I'm really excited for this because like you mentioned, the Kirks are kind of like heavily involved in the deathmatch community and their style is a lot more uh, violent, a little more brutal and hard hitting than Bussy normally is. Uh, Not that, not that those two can't, you know, bleed a little bit. They do, but I'm just excited for this match. I think both these teams are going to push each other in different ways. Uh, plus, it's intergender tag. I love intergender tag. Uh, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, and I also wanted to add, too, you know, um, I'm going to give Brandon Kirk some flowers here. He does a lot of inter- intergender matches. Um, I know how you know people feel about that word on the internet. Um, yeah. But by definition, they are intergender matches. Um, <laughs> and, like... One of my favorite matches with him was at Planet Death with Sawyer Wreck. I thought that match was insane. Um, I think he does a great job of putting over a lot of these women and um, 
for me, that's kind of when, like, the start of the Sawyer Wreck um, kind of rise started. So I'm, yeah. like, I, I don't know. I just, I love Brandon Kirk. I love the Kirks. Um, Brandon and Casey faced each other at ICW No Holds 25, I believe. Um, and if you haven't seen that match, I recommend getting hold of it if you can and uh, checking that out, too, because it was a lot of fun and it was a great match. And I love Casey Kirk. <laughs> yeah, I love that we have this this time on our show where we really, like, put over independent wrestlers, uh, like, indie talent. Because there are people like Bussy and people like the Kirks who are putting out fantastic matches, but they don't necessarily have the same platform as some of the other tag teams we talk about through the show. So I really like this little this little segment we did. We did one last week too, where we really talk we really talk about these important matches because tag team wrestling is everywhere. And Haley and I, we find it for you. We are tag team wrestling enthusiasts. We scour we scour for these matches. And, you know, maybe that would be fun to explore, too. Just kind of, like, an episode on our favorite, like, underrated tag teams or, like, maybe some more, like, undiscovered tag teams and just kind of, like, putting them over. Maybe our favorite matches or something. So if that's something you guys yeah. would like to see, let us know. And definitely, if you have any yeah. suggestions for that, hit us up. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Get down in the comments. Um, we love to read the comments and interact with you guys, like we said. So let us know what what you want to see from us, um, what you think about, you know, the topics we discussed, uh, what you think about the Young Bucks, <laughs> anything you want to share. Uh, so, Haley, do you have do you have any closing thoughts about anything we talked about? I'm just, I feel like this week in wrestling has been very tumultuous. Um, but the one thing that has brought me joy has been all of the incredible tag team wrestling that we have gotten to see and that we will see because at the time of recording, um, it is Saturday evening. So a lot of, uh, there's still a lot of time for some of this to happen. Um, But I am super excited to check out Impact tomorrow. Again, if you guys can get a hold of that, definitely do it. Um, And yeah, I'm just, I'm having a good week. Yeah, um, I definitely feel like this week in wrestling has been very depressing. So very, I'm glad we were able to do this podcast that's full of like not depressing things. As much as we gripe and, you know, critique wrestling, we do enjoy it. And there's, you know, we we find something to enjoy in everything. Yeah, um, because I want tag team wrestling to succeed. So I critique it and that's that. Um, I do... I just want to say, um, God bless FTR. Fuck the Young Bucks. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, that's my closing thought. Um, anyway, follow me on Twitter at Fuller underscore Kylie. I announce all my projects, everything I'm doing on my Twitter. So go follow me there. Um, you can see me on the Code of Honor podcast every Monday at 3. Uh, or sometimes we go live. If we go live, it'll be Monday at 6. We're talking all things Ring of Honor. Uh, we'll probably be talking about FTR there, too. Shout out, FTR. Um, you can see me here every Sunday at 5. Uh, today, oh, this morning, I was on True Heel Heat, where we talked about all the depressing wrestling news that we did not talk about here. So if Great you want to see that. Check it out. Love the True Heel Heat crew. They were so good to me, so kind, just a great squad of guys. So go to True Heel Heat and check that out. 
uh, if you want to hear all the depressing uh, wrestling news. And that's that's all my plugs. Haley, where can they find you? Um, you guys can find me on Twitter. My handle is under Kylie all the way over there. Um, yeah, all of my projects are on my Twitter, so you guys can find me there. Um, that's really the only plug that I had. But I also wanted to do, and they don't know that I'm going to do this, but I wanted to put over my friends. So I'm going to do that. Um, since I feel like my plugs are relatively short, because I'm always like, just follow me on Twitter. So I'm going to start putting people over. And I'm going to start with my lovely friends. Um, I feel like Kelly knows where I'm going with it. <laughs> I'm going to put over my lovely friends at the Your Dose of Death podcast, Lauren and Michael. Um, if you're into deathmatch wrestling, please go check out their podcast. It's available wherever you listen to um, your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I'm sure. Um, and they just talk about all of the new things that have happened in the deathmatch world. Um, even if you don't like watching, I feel like listening to it is cool. They're two very knowledgeable people, and I love them both very much. So, yes, please check them out. Um, and that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, both great people. Uh, definitely go check them out. Um, I, I don't know their Twitter handles, but if you look it up, you could probably find uh, them. Lauren is at Lauren Y-D-O-D, and Michael doesn't have Twitter anymore, but that's okay. That's that's, that's <laughs> just fine. Uh, follow both of us on Twitter. Um, subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. Like this video. Comment below. Be interactive with us. Um, we really want you guys to come on this ride with us. Enjoy tag team wrestling with us and help us grow. Both this podcast and, you know, tag team wrestling as a whole. So, um, yeah, that being said, enjoy Impact Slammiversary. Um, we're, Lord knows we need it after this week. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.